Hi, I'm Will Dietz. I'm here with Matt Foley. Uh, Foley. But yeah, Foley. I'm Matt Foley. Uh, I'm glad to be here. And, yeah. All right, uh, so we're here to talk about the Serial Podcast. Uh, it's kind of a classic whodunit. Exactly, yeah. And we both said that we believe Adnan Saeed killed Heyman Lee just based off the evidence and, in my case, the motive and the witnesses. And yeah, so I think the, you know, I talked a lot most about Jay's story. I think a lot of it is true. However, I do have some issues with it. Yeah, because like it definitely seems that Jay knows way too much than he should, and it might not be Adnan that did it, but all the evidence points towards him, and it's he may he probably was a co-conspirator because he, you know, had the had the phone records linked with him. He definitely and, had something to do with it. Yeah, him. yeah. So I said the first damning piece of evidence that really backed Jay's story up was that call to Nisha that placed the two of them together because that was the first concrete evidence that was supporting Jay's story. And obviously when one detail of the story is correct, it's going to increase the likelihood that all those other details are at least somewhat close to the truth. Exactly. I'm building off that. That was also my first piece of evidence in that since it was Nisha, since it was someone from out of town, that made it more recognizable because it wasn't just a call to a neighborhood friend or someone they're going to try and buy weed from or something. It was someone that would remember it and who didn't recognize Jay so she could confirm that Anand was with Jay, who was, you know, to her, an unfamiliar person. So one of my reservations with the uh, state story that kind of coincides with Jay's story is, you know, the time frame for all this, you know, how quickly Adnan got out of school and Hay got out of school and the, the time that he actually killed her. Um, so I, I mean, I'm wondering, I'm just speculating here if, you know, we have that call that's about, like, what, five seconds long to Jay from that, the supposed payphone outside of Best Buy. Um, and so, you know, I can't help but wonder if it's possible, you know, that makes more sense time-wise if... They said that Hay had some sort of blunt force trauma, you know, indicating that she was hit by something. I wonder if Adnan knocked her out in this Best Buy parking lot, called Jay at that point, said, hey, come, you know, it's time to come pick me up. And then while Hay was unconscious, then strangled her and killed her. And I think that timing-wise, that makes more sense based on, you know, the idea that it takes about a minute, minute and a half to asphyxiate someone. To do that, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Because also in the serial podcast, when Sarah and her assistant went the route and you know they went to the store to get you know a snack really quickly, and even when she ran in, they barely made it in time. But I feel like if they were just having a casual, I don't know, hangout after school, they would just kind of take their time. So it probably was more than that, and that payphone call was probably before the, the actual murder, but he may have actually hit her or something, or she may have just been sitting in the car and he did mm -hmm. all that after um, that while he was waiting for Jay to pick him up, but we can may, never truly know. Yeah, it may also even be possible that it wasn't at Best Buy. You know, there's a lot of details that that could be, you know, variables that we really don't have any solid proof of happening. So much of this is based off of Jay's story. Exactly, yeah, and another thing I want to bring up with that is that the phone records seem to be a very um, hot piece of evidence in the case just because it really coincides with Jay's story and it kind of tracks all of Adnan's movements, which doesn't seem good for his case, but one reservation I have with it is that that's only Adnan's cell phone, you know, someone else could have had his phone, maybe the person who actually did the murder, if, it, if it's not Adnan, could have had his phone and could have been making those calls just to build up evidence against him. And 
it's, you know, Jay has the right story, but it might be the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, um, the other issue I have with Jay's story is um, him talking about them going to that park and smoking after uh, having killed Hay. Uh, the two of them going over there, and, you know, he talked about, like, conversing with Adnan about what had just gone on. But, you know, they, I remember on the podcast, they talked about how difficult it would be to drive all the way over there and drive back and how there's be no way you can make it back for track practice. And while we don't really know if he was there or not that day, you have to think, and if this was premeditated, Adnan would want that alibi. And so it's kind of conflicting motives there. So I'm not sure if it's issues with Jay memory, Jay's memory or if he's, you know, trying to protect someone or himself. Yeah, that is true, yeah, because... They're also with the witnesses that they, the track coach never confirmed if he was there or not because they never took attendance and no one at the practice recognized if he was there or not, probably just because it was a big crowd. And this is not the greatest case for Adnan's story because they have his motive where they said that he writes down, I'm going to kill her. But, you know, even if that's out of context, how would you write that in a sort of joking manner that if someone that you're still friends with and you had a supposed mutual breakup that it may not have been actually that, and it may actually been a crime of passion where he was with her and maybe things kind of got heated and it kind of just happened and he was a little shocked, so he missed track practice and called up Jay because he didn't know what to do, but, you know, we can never really tell for sure. I think, I mean, there's so much about the story that really doesn't add up, and while I do believe Adnan did it because of the little bit of, you know, evidence and stuff we have, um and especially the lack thereof for other people's, you know, like being yeah. su suspected. They don't, there's not a whole lot of evidence against anybody else. And so, I mean, I think, I do believe it is Adnan as of right now, but I feel if there was more information that came out, it wouldn't take too much to convince me otherwise. With that. Exactly. I agree with that as well because all the evidence points towards him and, you know, the jury said that they convicted him and when they reopened the case, the judge still denied it. So as of now... He is the one who's proven guilty, but at the same time, the evidence doesn't completely add up, and it could be someone else, because we don't really know. And also, it's been so long that people that were involved just kind of moved on with their life and probably forgot a lot of details, and you know, there wasn't any security camera footage, and we didn't have as advanced technology as we do today to try and confirm or deny who actually did it. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Our, we'd, yeah. lo we'd love to hear what you what you have to say. So uh, please feel free to call us at one eight hundred suck it.